Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I started running live Zoom groups during COVID as a way to help people get out of their heads and process some stuff, but also to build a community where we could champion each other's stories. It's called the TAT Lab, and that has grown into a thriving community now where we have life coaches and therapists all running multiple classes a day, everything from codependency to relationships. I run a giant check-in once a week. I'm also doing a group couples class, everything from trauma to chakras, and, and it's constantly changing. And one of the reasons why it's called the lab is because uh, we are playing in our sandbox. And something that I'm super passionate about is helping people in a casual way. So it's more casual over clinical. Um, we have a great time and we have an amazing community. And also it's extremely affordable. So check us out. There's no better time to grow than right now. Go to my Instagram at The Angry Therapist and click on my bio link. And we will see you in group. I just had this random thought triggered by a Justin Bieber song. Uh, did I say Bieber? Bieber. Justin Bieber. I was dating this girl years ago, a long time ago. This was uh, in the middle of my, my rebirth post-divorce, and I was just starting to, to date again. And I remember she said, I'm going to, or, oh, she went to a Justin Bieber concert, and she said, I want to fuck the shit out of that guy. And uh, she was like, she was going on and on about it. Like, literally, I'm going to fuck him to death. And I was like, oh, my God, take it easy. And I remember um, being taken aback by that. And I was thinking to myself today, I wonder if it's because I'm not used to hearing women talk about men like that. Because what I'm used to is men talking about women like that. I mean, especially in locker rooms when men you know say things like that all the time like when they're when they say oh I, you know i'm gonna break her in half and, and stuff like that and by the way men a baby comes out of there you are not breaking anything in half i don't care how big you think you are you you are not breaking anyone but uh i, I don't know why i'm talking about this uh but i just had this random thought oh i think i know why i think um that when it comes, well, this is proof that when it comes to society standards and how um, men talk about women, um, I think for women it's a double standard because when they say something like that, like I want to fuck some guy till he uh, till he shits his pants, fuck him to to death, or uh, fuck the shit out of him, uh, we we judge. Because I remember when hearing that, I was like, oh my God, and I kind of was turned off and I was almost offended. Uh, and I realized that it, came, it comes from the double standard, I think, that, that uh, our society has on how women should um, present themselves and how men should, because we're so used to um, men talking like that uh, and also men encouraging other men to in locker rooms uh, and then with women. Uh, they feel shame or they're blamed or judged when they're um, talking about who they want to fuck. Anyway, all right, let's talk about red flags. Or actually, no, let's talk about green flags. <sighs> I always have to have a beverage when I'm talking or when I'm in a session. And so um, always 
uh, apologizing for slurpy sounds, <laughs> slurping sounds, uh, coffee sips. Uh, I drink very loud. Here are three green flags. I talk about red, red flags a lot, uh, and I thought, let's talk about some green flags. Let's inject some hope. Let's give people a clue to know when to move forward and that they're on the, the right track and that their investment is, is solid. All right, so number one, and I, you know there are many green, green flags. I'm going to just say three that I think are important and also not the obvious, right? Um, oh, maybe maybe uh, the obvious. I don't know, depending on, on um, what you think a, a green flag is. Uh, but I think some, some of these people don't think about, even if they are obvious. So the first one, and maybe they don't th think about them because they're too obvious, because the first one is that the person actually has a life. Now, let me, let me explain. You know, when we meet someone, we usually have a life probably why someone is attracted to us because we have a life we're bringing something to the table other than um i was gonna say something dirty but uh, anyway that came and gone because i was gonna tie it to the baby arm stuff in the beginning but it did anyway uh we bring something to the table um which is our life right and if we don't have a life what are we bringing to the table other than chemistry or, you know, if there's attraction and all of that. But, you know, after the honeymoon phase, you have to have more than that, right? And so um, we always start off with a life. And then in the relationship, especially if we put the relationship above our life and the relationship becomes or the person that we're with becomes the son, S-U-N, son, that we start revolving around, right? When we put that relationship or person on a pedestal. By the way, I'm drinking um, soda water, and that's why I'm, I'm trying to... When you hear the weird pauses, it's me trying to hold in a burp. Having a life, when we enter a relationship or dating, losing a life, which happens to many, when the relationship becomes our life. So that's a pattern I see often. A green flag is when they have a life and keep working on their life as you are dating them. Okay, number two, kindness. Now I'm not talking about being kind to you because that's, of course, if they weren't kind to you, you probably wouldn't be with them. Um, or maybe, or maybe not. Maybe um, you like assholes. I don't know. Some people do because it's exciting, um, but that's not sustainable. And eventually, as you grow, you will not like assholes. But uh, when you're when you're with someone who's kind, not only to you, but especially toward other people, because someone can be kind to you and be a dig to like the valet or disrespectful to servers. And to me, that's their true self, not them being kind to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that goes a lot further. So someone who is kind, just genuinely kind to the public, to servers, to the barista, to, you know, uh, the valet. Uh, whenever I see people who are kind to other people, that is, um, that's a huge sign. It's very telling of who they are, you know. It's like that saying, um, you know, are you, are you, are you kind when people aren't looking? Is that the saying? 
are you something when people aren't looking? I forgot what it was. I guess you could just fill in the blank, but you know, what are you doing when people aren't looking? Because that's what really matters. And I think when people are kind to people in service, when people are kind to the general public, not just to their partner or family and friends, that goes a long way. And I think that is a really huge green sign that, that they are more consistent, that their kindness is like grass-fed butter. We'll be right back after this brief message. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Listen, make 2020 a year where you can explore new skills, deepening existing passions, and get lost in creativity. I talk a lot about creativity and the power of creativity and how that mindset opens you wide for amazing things to happen. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. I've used Skillshare to learn how to podcast better. I've used Skillshare to learn how to blog better. I've used Skillshare to execute structure in my content. I'm going to right now give you two months free. Just go to Skillshare.com forward slash angry. Skillshare.com forward slash angry. For two months of Skillshare absolutely for free. This is a year that you can exercise your creativity muscles. You have absolutely no more excuses. Go check out Skillshare. And the third one is, are they working on themselves? I think that if you are not actively working on yourself, and I'm not saying that you have to be in therapy, right? As a therapist, I'm not saying that. There's other ways to work on yourself. But if you're not doing anything, if you are just existing in this world and not actively growing, uh, if you're not thirsty for growth and leading into your resistance and, and having revelations and um, wanting to evolve, wanting to climb the other ladder, which is uh, Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, you know, self-actualization, that ladder, um, if you're if you're not on that path, again, what are you bringing to the table? I think a lot of relationships uh, expire because people aren't actively growing, aren't actively working on themselves. I've, I've talked to so many couples where um, people start letting themselves go. You know, it's like when they're single. Yeah, uh, and it, I'm not saying that it's just about the aesthetics, but when they're single, they're like you know, bodies all tight, abs, and they've got this, you know, amazing uh, fitness routine, and they're going places, and they're traveling, and, you know, just, they just seem like um, they're living an exciting life and really taking care of themselves. And then they get into a relationship and basically stop everything. And then it's just a lot of chips and um, Netflix, and they just start not taking care of themselves, you know, they, they just drop that ball and maybe they feel like, oh, now that I'm off, off the market, I don't have to. But you know what? You do have to because if you don't, that is false advertising, you know. Um, you, you, you have to always be working on yourself in a relationship. It's your, I, I think it's your obligation and, and also your partner um, because when you stop doing that, whatever that looks like to you, it's going to lopside the relationship. It's going to um, change the chemistry, you know. Uh, 
and there's nothing worse than two people doing that. I mean, that's so sad. And then, and then you have two people um, basically sinking in quicksand. So a green sign is someone who actively works on him or herself, um, whether they are single or in a relationship. That's just, they're non-negotiable. And of course, that could mean um, anything from, oh, it should mean everything from uh, self-betterment uh, to uh, feeding their brain to working on their um, feeding their passion, creativity, and also uh, their connection to their body. Um, you know, whatever they like and whoever they want to be actively running toward that, right? Including their true north, like their passion, their purpose, all of that. That's That's such a huge piston in the relationship engine. And when those pistons stop pumping, um, you just have two people looking at each other, wondering where they're going to go. So real quick recap, three green flags. And I'm sure I'll do many episodes with more. These are obvious, but they're so obvious, they're overlooked. Kindness, not just to you, but to other people, especially people in service. Huge green flag. Working on yourself. Always working on yourself, whatever that looks like, you know, in all areas, right? Not just working out, working on your um, emotional intelligence, working on your uh, feeding your brain, your passion, all of that stuff. Um, and then the third one is having a life, having a rich, full life. And I know we go through transitions and winters, um, but having a life, working on that, um, like you did when you first met that should not change. Those are all green flags. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.